I'd like to, to share some brief thoughts about a, a short phrase that we find in Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 15. The phrase goes like this, that God has forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us and that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. My wife, Danae, had a, a friend who, a friend a while back, who, who made a huge mistake when they were in high school. Um, so uh, this friend, he was speeding on a highway, and as he was speeding on this highway, a police officer saw him, began following him, flashing the lights to tell him to, to move over to the side. Um, and that's when the big mistake happened. He decided he would try to outrun the police officer. Uh, and so he started going faster. He was egged on, by the way, by a very foolish and young youth pastor who happened to be in the car with him. <laughs> so he decided, well, maybe I can get away. And so he began going faster. This police officer followed him. Other police cars began following as well. Uh, he made it worse by crossing state lines. Eventually, of course, the police caught him. And when he caught him, uh, when they caught him, when he caught him, um, he got charged uh, with a felony. So at a young age, he had on his record this felony. And, and that felony followed him for the next decade or so. Uh, he, uh, every time he, he tried to get a, a job, and that job was denied, that record came up, that felony came up. The loans that got denied, the school applications that, he, that didn't come through, the schools he didn't get into, the, the things that he wanted to do with his friends but he couldn't do because he was on probation. This felony, uh, this, this, this record that he had, um, it was this huge, heavy debt, if we can think about it that way, that he couldn't pay. Anytime anyone looked into his background, um, that's what they would see. No amount of good behavior could erase that felony, could clear that record. Because obviously, with that record, I mean, he, he didn't speed again. Uh, he tried to do all the things you're supposed to do. But that record was always there. Anytime anyone looked into his background for any particular reason, there was that record. Nothing he could do could completely erase it. And I tell that story as a way to maybe help us understand what the Bible has to say about our spiritual condition. If you think about it, um, think of our spiritual condition like, a, like this highway that we're driving on. And Driving on this highway is to follow and obey God. And when we follow and obey God, it means we're going in the directions God wants us to go. And what directions does God want us to go? Well, the directions that are of God, directions that lead us to God, the directions that have us relate to God are of love, of truth, of hope, of peace, of kindness, compassion, righteousness, justice. That's what it means to follow God. That's driving on God's highway. But here's the problem. We don't tend to go in the directions God wants us to go. Our problem is that we often sin, or like we saw in, in the passage I read in the beginning, Colossians 2, 13, we trespass. That means we say and do the things we ought not to say or do. Basically, like we're, we're wrecking havoc on God's highway, driving crazy at different times on the road and the directions God has laid out for us. We do this every single time we choose, instead of choosing love and forgiveness, we choose bitterness and anger and resentment. 
we drive crazy on God's highway every single time. Instead of justice, like we're, we're passive and silent when we're in the face of injustice, doing nothing. Instead of truth, we accept lies. Lies about what's real, lies about what it means to be human, lies about our world. Every time we do those things, we're going away from God or wrecking havoc on the road and directions God has laid out for us. And the result of all that is this. It's a record of debt that stands against us with its legal demands. So it's like our trespasses are, another word the Bible uses, our sins, our spiritual felonies. They're all, there's a record of them that accumulates over time, over our entire lives. It's a record of spiritual felonies that's, that's almost like attached to our lives, hung around our necks. And let me just say, it's not as if we completely ignore this or you're completely unaware of this. Most of the people I know care about the things I talked about. You care about love, you care about truth, you care about hope and peace and righteousness and justice. It's not as if you don't want to do those things. It's not as if you don't care about those things. The problem is we can't escape the record of the times when we don't care about those things. At times we do care about those things, but there are times we don't care about those things. And what we say, what we think, and what we do. That's the problem. The record of those times when we don't do it. We don't listen to God. When we go away from what God wants. We can't escape the record of all the times in which we didn't care, all the times in which we did drive crazy on God's highway. And so, if you think about it this way, I mean, the problem for a lot of us isn't so much that we don't do good things. Almost everyone here has done good things. The problem is that we can't escape the times in which we don't do those good things. The problem is we can't escape the record of spiritual felonies that we really do have. That you know are in your heart, in your life. The record of spiritual felonies, the wrong things we do before God that really do follow us around. Lingering long-lasting effects, things that, if we're honest, we think we can get away from and at times we go back into. No, you can break a window and tape it back together. But a taped back window is not the exact same thing as a window that's never been broken. So a lot of you have broken your window a bunch of times and you've done a good job taping it back together. But if you're honest, Every single time you break it and tape it back together, it's a reminder that it's not the same. It's never ever going to be quite the same. There's nothing you can really do to undo it, to erase it. Lives broken by sin can't be taped back together. The record of our felonies against God, we can't undo and erase. They're there, and it's like they're, they're attached in a way that no matter what we do or say, can't quite fully remove. That's the problem. But fortunately, we have a solution. And here's the solution. It's this. That God has canceled our debt by nailing it to the cross. So we need a way to clear our record, to cancel it. And fortunately, that's what God does. God has made a way for our record to be wiped out, eliminated, eradicated, for our record to be canceled and clear, for our record to be gone, to be gone and to be gone forever. And here's how God does this. 
God takes the record of our sins, our trespasses, our spiritual felonies. He takes it from us and puts it on Jesus. And Jesus willingly receives it. When God gives it, Jesus not, he doesn't push away. God, Jesus receives it as God nails it to the cross of Christ. Because by his death, that's how the record gets canceled. That's how we get cleared. Which means this. The power and influence of your sins, of your trespasses, the effects it's had over your lives. Whatever secret guilt or shame or weakness or sadness that's there. Whatever it is that you've been carrying, all those things are gone. They're gone because Jesus works. The cross of Christ works. Because of Jesus and his death on the cross, the cost the debt you carry, and whatever has come along with it, it's removed. Your record gets cleared. It's canceled. So right now, if you're honest and you look at your life and you look at your record, and think of the spiritual felonies that are on there. What is on your record? What's listed there? What are the things that are like this, this it's almost like a giant kick me sign in the back on your back, like in the small of your back, and you, you've, you've been trying a hard time, you've been trying a while to, to take it off, but you can't. That's why you get keeping keep getting kicked. That's why you can't quite remove it. It's there. What are the things that are on that record? Maybe it's the things that I've, I've mentioned already. It's anger, it's, it's bitterness, it's, it's passiveness about different things. Maybe it's the ways, the times, not all the time, but the times in which you didn't fulfill the roles that God has called you to, the times in which you've been a bad parent a bad spouse, you've been a bad son or daughter, a bad sibling, a bad friend or coworker. Maybe it's the times in which you looked down on others who didn't look like you or took advantage of those who were weaker than you or you went along with the crowd when you really should not have. Maybe on your record is, is secret addictions, it's habits, thought patterns. All those things are there, and no matter what you've tried to do, you can't undo it. You can't reach around to remove it. A record of spiritual felonies that you cannot completely erase. No matter what you do, no matter how many good things you do. But understand, right now, right now, you are invited by God to have him remove it from your life. Right now, you're invited by God to have him remove it and give it to Jesus. Right now, Jesus says to you, give it all to me. I don't care what it is. I don't care how long it's been there. I don't care how much it's affected your life. Whatever it is, give it to me and I'll take it. I'll pay the consequences for your sins. I'll clear whatever debt needs to be cleared so that you can stand free. That's the invitation Jesus gives you. And the moment you accept that invitation, you really are free. Your record cleared. Your debt paid. You're free and you stand in a different place. Jesus says to you, whatever it is, past, present, or future, you don't worry about it. Give it to me. Nail it to the cross and know that Jesus stayed on that cross and suffered and died in exactly the ways that we needed to be done so that everything can be cleared. And you can know that when you look at God, you can move in towards God free. You can move towards God 
freely in his love, freely into his grace, freely into his truth, freely into his compassion and goodness and justice. That that is open to you. And you never have to go back. It's a memory that may echo in your mind, and that means you need to remind yourself yet again that debt was really paid. It was really canceled. Jesus really cleared it on the cross. You are free to live with God. And it's because of what God did and what Jesus accomplished on the cross for you. In the next few minutes, minutes uh, the lights are going to drop down, and we're going to have a minute of silence. There's going to be darkness in the room, and that darkness symbolizes the darkness that was in the land when Jesus took his final breath. Also represents the darkness that's in our own souls apart from God. In that darkness, I want you to talk to God. You talk to God, and you also listen to God. Listen to what he has to say to you. You talk to him about what's on your heart based on the things that we've talked about tonight. After that minute of silence, I'm going to invite you to, to participate in this, to Participate in an activity that hopefully will personalize this for you. Um, that maybe hopefully confirm the things that we've talked and prayed about. Um, when you entered into the sanctuary tonight, you should have received a, a black slip of paper. If you did not, you can see Cherie in the back and she'll, she'll give you one if you did not get one of those. Um, so why don't you take that piece of paper and then take one of the pencils that should be in the back of the seat in front of you. If there's not a pencil there... Underneath the seats, there's also pens that you can uh, get. Maybe it might be a couple chairs over, or you can get up and grab any of the pencils here. Um, so take a pen, take a pencil, and I want you to write down the things that you need to write down. Write down the things you need God to remove from you. The sins, the trespasses, the spiritual felonies. Like, be honest, be specific. Because it's pencil, it's black ink, no one else will see it but you and God. So you write those things down. And then when you're ready, come up to the center aisles. You notice we have two crosses here. Uh, and there's some hammers and nails. You take that black slip of paper and you nail that thing to the cross. And as you do that, that physical action represents something that's already happened in your life spiritually the moment you accepted that invitation from God. As you physically nail that slip of paper and whatever is on that paper, know that God has already taken it and that debt has been canceled and it's been cleared and it has no power over you because Jesus died on the cross for you. And the record of sin is cleared and you stand free before him. So as you, we're going to have that minute of silence as, and then we'll do, take, uh, participate in that together. As that's happening, there'll be some music playing. Then the music team at some point will invite us to stand up and sing. Um, you take as much time as you need. We'll sing as long as we need to. Anytime during that, feel free to come up the aisles and nail whatever you need to nail to those crosses. Again, remember, as we take this next minute of silence, remember this, and may let the Bible speak this last word to us. God truly has forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. He did that for you. By setting your sins and your trespasses aside and nailing it to the cross. Amen.